Hi guys, and welcome back to another Tiff Marie podcast. I am your host, Tiffany, and today we're going to be talking about Are You Healed Yet? Stay tuned. Something keeps don't know who that is that is the legendary Raphael Sadiq with something keeps calling me featuring Rob Bacon um that's a very very good song it's one of my favorite songs off of the Jimmy Lee record came out back in 2019 it's crazy how time is moving really really fast it's 2022 and it doesn't even seem like it that song still to me is very fresh Every time I hear it. But what do you expect from a legend like himself? All right. So we're going to talk about today. Are you healed yet? Do you guys remember the movie? Are we there yet? (laughs) It came out back in 2005. And it was an Ice Cube movie starring him and Neil Long and these two beautiful kids. And throughout the movie, the movie was just so funny. It was filled with twists and turns and surprises, but the the whole main thing was, are we there yet? The kids were asking every five minutes, are we there yet? Did we get to our destination yet? Asking him a bunch of questions. It was, it was one of those type of things where he was just trying to do a favor because he really liked uh, his uh, Nia. I forgot her name, um, what her character name was. And he was just trying to impress her. And he was like signed up to do something. And he had no idea that these kids were going to rag him to death. And it kind of like reminds me of when you're hurting and when you're in need of healing. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I sit back and say, is it over? And how long does it take? Every time... um, I've had surgery. I always ask the doctors before they walk away. I always say, and how long does the surgery last? And they always look at me like, what? I don't know if a lot of people ask that question, but I'm Tiffany, so I'm going to ask. And I'm always curious to know. And they'd be like, well, estimating the whole time or just the time of the procedure? I'm like, all of it. You know, and they may say an hour or two hours or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God two hours you know I'm in my mind I'm thinking I'm gonna be knocked out but in my mind I'm still thinking because I'm conscious at the moment that it's gonna take freaking two hours to do this and so I was thinking back as to when I was a child um I remember I had absolutely no patience and I'm gonna tell you where it stemmed from going shopping with my mom I absolutely had no patience I was ready to leave guys when we pulled up I was ready to go. I wasn't into it. I was like, no. And it's because shopping was just not something that I liked. I was like, oh my God, no. Like the look on my face. I wish I could, I had like a a video of myself back in the day when I was a kid because the facial expressions that I used to make 
are legendary. I'm a legendary type of person with the facial expressions. Expressions. You can ask my friends uh, and my pronunciation. You can ask my friends that um, I give the craziest, you know, facial expressions without even trying. I'm not trying to even look like it, but it just comes. And even when I'm live with um, my twin Erica and we're live and we're talking and we're talking crazy. If something sounds funny, I just give a look like what, you know, what kind of, what are we talking about here? And so I believe like that stemmed into my adulthood with being kind of impatient. And as I experienced things in life, blow after blow, um, trying to survive and fight, you know, and being wounded, you know, after you go through a fight or go through something traumatic in your life or anything that hits you, the first thing you have to do is recover. And in the recovery process, every wound physically is healing. And, you know, you might not be able to walk as good one month, next month, you're doing excellent. You know, the scar, you know, may be open, but now it's closed after a month or two or maybe even weeks, depending on how fast you heal. And I thought about that internally. I feel like sometimes internally the wounds are worse because we sometimes don't see them until we get into a situation that exposes them. Let me explain that. You could be like going on your little merry way, like I'm good. As people say, I'm straight. People say, I'm straight. <laughs> I'm so good. I'm happy. I'm excited about life. And then you get into a situation or whatever it is, and it exposes a past trauma or something that you went through. And you notice that every feeling that you felt from the first time you went through that is now uh, like erupting inside of you. And you're like, I'm what? I am I thought I was past this. I thought I was healed. And it kind of just brought me to this thing of, are you healed yet? And how long does it take? I ask that question a lot when I think about the things that I've been through and they resurface. And I say, oh my God, we're still dealing with this, Tiffany? Tiffany, Tiffany, Tiffany. We thought, I thought you were past this. I thought that you were done. I thought that this happened years ago and you were you were okay. So I asked my therapist, when does the trauma end? When are you okay? When does a hug feel like a hug and not a hug of relief? Like, when do you feel whole? When do you feel put back together? And some people have not went through uh, dramatic, traumatic, excuse me, experiences where they feel broken or, you know, experience things in life. I realized that because um, we all have different stories. And a lot, a lot of times, you know, um, we can't sympathize with people that have been through a lot because our we ourselves have never been through a lot. I recently talked to someone, they told me, I don't have all of that darkness of my past to follow me into my future. And I was like, wow, it, it just, it, it made me say, wow, because I rarely meet people that don't have such a dark, distorted image of their past so much. And I can say for me, I didn't experience a lot of that until these past 
I'm going to say four to five years where everything hit me like a, um, I felt like I was in a real hurricane. And after any type of situation that you experience, when the, when, when the storm ceases, you're standing there with all these things that are broken up in your life and you're trying to piece, piece it together. And in some cases, I'm be honest with you, you have to just walk away in some cases. Some cases you can't, because so much has happened, you can't savage anything. You have to start over. And sometimes that's the best thing to do, girl or guy. <laughs> you have to just kind of like, I need to start over and move forward. I kind of feel like sometimes when you're in a healing process, you get labeled a little bit. You ever been labeled before? Like, Back in the day, you know, in school, there were certain people that had an odor and people would be like, oh, you know, that's a little musty or um, <laughs> she smells like fish or I mean, what I'm telling you, like just all kind of like you were labeled fat. I talked about that two weeks ago. You were labeled fat. I was labeled fat girl and whatever else, you know, the girl with no hair and whoever else, whatever, whatever you had, people labeled you by that. But to me, the craziest label to have is being labeled needy and being labeled clingy. For that to be something that you're named to me is to, I hate that because sometimes your, your, your need for healing can, can make you look needy. And, and it's like, and people can say things, people have, can say things like, well, I thought she was over that. God, that happened five years ago. Oh my God, I thought he was over that. You know, they broke up. 10, 10 years ago, or, oh my God, he hadn't recovered from losing his parents or he had, you know, because, because everybody looks at everything so different and internalize everything so different. And the older you get, you realize that everybody is not the same. And the more I got out here into this world and met different people, I realized that some things that I'm very passionate about, other people are like, girl, bye. Some people get divorced and child, they don't care. They they mourn for about maybe six months of it and they are over it. And there are some people to this day, they are not over what happened to them. They're still pretty much picking up every piece that was broken. And, you know, we were all different categories of how we we war against these forces that try to keep us down. And you you constantly sometimes in a whirlwind of how long will I be this way? How long will I feel hurt? How long will I feel alone in this? How long will I feel um, like I'm a failure? How long will I feel like I'm the underdog? How long will I feel like I'm never getting chose? I put myself out there and I'm not getting chosen for the job, for the relationship, for whatever it is. And it leaves a wound. It leaves a scar. It leaves an attitude. It leaves an impression on your mind. And you're like, God. And then when you look up, you're like, God, dang. In some areas I need healing. In some areas I need to just forget. And that is very, very true. Some areas in your life, you just need to forget. You just need to like literally move forward, girl. Move forward. Because that's just not you. Is you got you can't stay there. You can't stay there. And some things are more deeper and you need some healing. But then my question was to my therapist, and my question is to you, how long do you stay in that? How long do you stay being healed all the time? When you look at your life while you're in the constant flow of healing every year, is it is it you? Are you not making good decisions? 
Or is it some things that happened in the past that you just cannot shake? And it's now it's starting to infect your future. It's starting to infect everything around you. Um, when uh, I had the tumor in my body, and the tumor still is in my body, and we're going to do an episode about uh, my cancer experience. The tumor in my body started to affect every, my everyday life. It slowly did it, though. It didn't come at once because of the type of cancer that I had. It didn't come at once and destroy me. Boom, bam. But towards the very end of it, it took a lot from me. And it started to affect my everyday life to the point where I couldn't do nothing. And that's kind of like how issues are and things that we stay in too long. It starts to affect how we move every day in in our conversation, in our relationships. If you stay hurt too long, you begin to starting, it begins to, excuse me, affect every area, your love life, your relationship with your kids, if you have any any relationship you have, if you stay too long in needing healing, because a lot of times we say, oh, I got to get over that. But do we really do the work to get over it? Do we really do the work to manage it? Because I am wise enough to realize this, and I have to say this, that um, a lot of things that happen to us, I'm not going to say this is sound insensitive. They are a part of the journey but they are a part of the worst part of the journey. Like when you think about that, that happened to you, sometimes it may make you feel strong and weak at the same time. Powerful, but yet just a sense of there's no way that I can come, no way out of this situation power could be birth. Out of this situation, there's no way that I could stand tall I was born like this, or I was infected with this, or I was raped, or I was was left abandoned, or I got divorced, or I was rejected, or you know my parents wasn't there for me, or my parents should have paid more attention to me, or you know I, I don't have any friends. All these different things that come from situations, and sometimes we come off as being needy and being clingy. Because we don't deal with our baggage. And just recently, black people have embraced therapy. Black people would often say, black folks, we don't go to therapy, we go to church. So now we see that we need therapy and Jesus. (laughs) Because church can only do so much. Because God is a spirit and God deals with us in his word and he deals with people and he uses people in the earth to help us. And I believe that he can use a therapist to help because they're educated with dealing with the mind, dealing with different things and that we go through. And I kind of went all up into that. But I, I really wanted to just say that to you because I was saying it to myself before I started this podcast, like... I thank God for therapy. If I didn't have therapy, I probably would think a lot of what I would be stuck in a lot of my ways. And I would think a certain way. 
But therapy has brought my my mind up. And the cool thing about it, like I tell people that are scared to go, and I'm not trying to sell you on therapy, but I'm trying to open up your mind. When you leave the therapist, child, listen here. You don't have to see that therapist no more. That's it. Until the next session. That's the beautiful thing about it. You come in, you release whatever it is, or you get understanding, and that's it. And the cool thing about God is when you tell God something, it stays with God. He's the best secret keeper. You can give it to him. You can give whatever situation and problems to him. I often um, envision my life as a vehicle and I'm the passenger and God is the driver. And I'm over there excited, you guys. I'm excited because I'm like, where are we going? You ever just took a drive with somebody that you really liked and you're like nervous a little bit and excited at the same time, but you're in the car and you're like, oh my God. And that's how I kind of feel like my life is. And I don't know what the next stop is. The driver didn't tell me. And we're driving. God is the driver. I'm the passenger. And I kind of... Like I said, feel you feel anxiety. You feel, you know, excited at the same time because you're like anxious a little bit because you're like, okay, what's going to happen? I'm in the car. Where are we going? Where are we going? We're going. And that's how life is to me. Life is a series to me of events that happen to, to us, to me, that we have absolutely no control of. We don't have any control over this life to a certain extent. We go out into this world day by day, expecting the good, expecting the positive, expecting all that we're expecting. And we're expecting nothing but good. And sometimes we don't always get that. We go into these marriages expecting to be together forever, forever, forever. You took vows, you know, my God, in front of family. You know, you you like someone and you're like, I want this to turn out good. And then it doesn't. Or sometimes we, what we set out to do, we do it and we accomplish it and we amaze our dang selves. Like, what? I did that? But then there's another side to, to, to everything. And it's like, will I ever be that version of myself I was when I was a child? That innocent person that was free, that didn't have this this life road of mistakes and regrets and ups and downs and different things like that. And it brings me back to my question, like, how long does it take? And I asked my therapist, I said, I'm going to talk about this on my podcast. How long does it take? Do you have the patience to stand how long it's going to take for you to be that better woman, that better man? Are you willing to put in the work to be that better person? Are you willing to change your mind about who you think you are versus who you really are? Because sometimes who we think we are, we're, we're better than that. Sometimes we know we, we, we sell ourselves very, very short and we're so much better than what we've experienced. We're so much better than the wounds that we have. We're so much better than that dark place that we sink down to every now and again. We're so much better than that. I want to end with this this powerful quote from one of my favorite poets. She is my number one. And I'm talking about Dr. Maya Angelou. She says, 
As soon as healing takes place, go out and heal somebody else. That's your challenge for the rest of your life. (laughs) That when healing starts to take place inside of you, go out and heal somebody else. Do that. Whatever burden you've been given, whatever mission that you've been given on this planet, your job always and number one is to help people. That's always your number one job is to help somebody else. So when you begin to heal, no matter how you feel and how long it takes and and the different ups and downs that we go through with healing and up one day and down tomorrow and all that. And what I do on my journey to encourage myself, I always tell myself that I am a work in progress, that Tiffany is getting better. And I actually see Tiffany getting better. And when you look at your scope of your life, if you don't see yourself getting better, then it's time for you to pay attention to yourself. It's time for you to shut off whatever noises that's in your life that you feel is a priority and shift to what is priority. And the priority thing is you. You're the priority. You're the you're the it. You're the you're the thing. <laughs> you are it. So you guys, I hope that this podcast said something to you with our little time together today. I hope that the same question that I had, I know you've had in your mind, am I healed yet? And how long does it take? Know that you are a work in progress. And even on the days when you feel like I am too much, you're not too much. You are on the road to something. You're on your way to something so good. And when you look back on your road, one thing I want you to do is to help somebody else. All right, you guys, have the best day possible. This is a brand new week, and we are so excited for the week. Labor Day was yesterday. I hope you had some really, really good tasty food and chilled out with your families. Have the best day possible. Bye. At the end of the day, I'll keep fighting you. Oh,